right, guys, I'm going to spare you the misery of listening to Jeremy's intro. <laughs> so welcome to the Cultivate and Key podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Jeremy. Welcome to no, the Cult of Key podcast. <laughs> nice, dude. You nailed it. Um, glad you're listening with us. We're now halfway through the two-week challenge. Um, the challenge is not over. Please go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge. If this is your first time listening, which I hope it's not, but if it is, actually, no, it, it, could, it could be with people sharing. This is the next one up. Uh, we are doing a two-week challenge where Jeremy and I challenge ourselves to do an episode uh, and blog post a day for the first two weeks of December. In return, we challenge you to share the podcast in return for in return again for uh, a chance, or not, I guess, not a chance again. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yes, it's all about the perspective. Opportunity to win a Kindle, a book of your choice, exclusive limited time uh, run of Cultivate and Keep merch, etc. You'll find out all the de- details if you go to cultivateandkeep.com/challenge. And with that, we will get started. Yeah. Good job, Corey. Thanks, man. So proud of you. Yeah. So what's up for today? Okay. Well, we wanted to talk about the idea of reactive... Oh, there we go with the idea. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. We wanted to talk about... Uh, it's hard. See? It. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's a natural way of, of talking about okay. subjects. We want to talk about the concept of reactive versus proactive. Yeah. I think, were you the one that wrote this idea? Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like a proactive approach to life is kind of ingrained in like the Lebon family. That's <laughs> like, if you know my dad, like, or my sister, like that's just like how they are. Um, and so I, I've like been raised in, in this way to be proactive about, you know, whatever, whatever comes my way in life. And when I'm, when I, in the past, when I haven't been proactive, like, there was a consequence growing up, you know? Um, and so I was thinking about the contrary, which is obviously being reactive, whether that's yeah. you know, emotionally or whatever that is. Um, so yeah, today I want to talk about the concept of being proactive versus reactive and that just that yeah. mindset and how that works. Yeah. So maybe we should do a little like definitions really quick to just to kind of level set. But when we're talking about reactive, we're talking about a response to something, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about, like looking at something and then acting according to what's what happening. Yeah. Whereas proactive is more of like, um, in the context of being, um, like preventative or maybe it's mm-hmm. in preparation for, or proactive could be like, I am setting myself up for something or I'm looking to the future for something. So right? like practical examples is, would be, okay. You know, uh, like a grocery list or things you need around your house. You, yeah. you know, you can, um, keep a running list and be prepared and keep things stocked and you, so you're proactive or you know you react and you run out of toilet paper and then you're on the can and there is nothing you can do yeah um then you're reacting to your, that to your actually was a good like, analogy but <laughs> more like a more like, like serious note um i would say like being prepared for um i think like work scenarios so like whether it's mm. a, a meeting or um uh, presentation whatever it could be but being prepared you're given a message you you know you're whatever it is like so being um prepared ahead of time and i think it's so easy in our culture and just our busyness of life i think i would say i, I would i want i want to say that i don't know this but i want to say most people live in a reactive state hmm. and not because uh, we're lazy or whatever but I our think perception is yeah, yeah. Our, i think we're so busy though i think we're so busy and our life is so full that we and i i included get stuck in this reactive state of just really life happening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's very true. I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about it because and I'm glad actually we don't have like any like sh- 
strict kind of structure or guidelines for what we're talking about. But the, I think it's true that it's both applicable to kind of your personal life or hobbies or relationships, but it's also really applicable to work. And maybe we can talk about kind of the applications of both. But when I think about reactive, like this is, I don't know, this is kind of like the way that I lived for a long time. And I feel like they're very opposite ways to live and in very like subtle ways, but over time they build up to be very different paths in life. So reactive to me was like every day I'm going to class and I'm reacting to what's happening, like to what new homework I have, to what, you know, games I have that weekend or sports. I'm reacting to relationships and a reactive state of mind is really just like a, everyone, you know, always says like be in the moment, be present, like only live today, you know, live today. Like it's your last day. And I think that's dumb because if you're always living a reactive kind of lifestyle, then you're never setting yourself up to be better in the future. And whereas proactive is even going as far as ignoring what's happening in the present and only working towards the future. So when I think of proactive, I think of um, like a week by week um, like grid, if that makes sense. So yeah. if, if you're reactive, you probably are someone that, you know, you, you live your life in the moment, day by day, whatever comes up that day, you know, you're going to figure it out as you go. But if you are being proactive, I, I got to think of it week by week. And so mm-hmm. what that looks like is, okay, maybe it's a Sunday night or a first thing in Monday morning. You, you plan out that week. You plan out, you know, you know, again, in your work life, personal life, you know, relationships, whatever it is, you, you plan out what is it that week you want to be intentional about. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of, I think, our how busy we are, we, we don't do that. But when I think of being proactive, that's what I what I what comes to my mind. Yeah. And maybe it's so the few things that I did write down maybe like some of the symptoms of reactive life. Cause again, maybe people, I think a lot of people don't realize that they're living a very reactive lifestyle. I think we should start with like asking like, are are you living a reactive life? Like for yourself, like think about that. Um, Cause you're right with these notes. I'm asking myself the same questions and it's like where I'm realizing in areas where I'm for sure being reactive. Oh, totally. I mean, so you have things like maybe you wonder where your day went Mm -hmm. or sometimes you feel like you didn't accomplish anything at all. Or maybe you feel like you don't have any control over your life and how to spend your time. Um, maybe you even wonder why bad things happen to you and not to other people. Or maybe you spend so much time helping others that you forget to take care of yourself. And these are just, again, a very few kind of examples and anecdotes of, of what a reactive kind of lifestyle means. But again, as you're looking at this and you're kind of wondering like, oh, shoot, this is kind of me. Um, a lot of times I wonder where my day went. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think more often than not in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I'm like, gosh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done what I really want to do today. Mm-hmm. And that's frustrating. Um, and so I'm just reacting every day of like, well, today was bad. And I'm going to react to how today was. And I'm going to look at my schedule like the morning of, and then I'm going to have to change my plans or I'm going to have to not, you know, make sacrifices for things that I wanted to do and for other things that I'd ra- maybe rather not do. Um, but living a ra- reactive lifestyle for me is really frustrating. It's also really draining. Like if you're, if I'm just constantly reacting to things all day, mm-hmm. I find that like terribly you're sp- you're exhausting. Like you're spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just kind of making up for what's happening, but you're never mm-hmm. kind of building up for what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. I'm thinking like, um, so one thing we like to do with every episode is, is think what is like the biblical perspective on this. Mm. Um, so as I, in my head, I think about this, um, I want to jump to the conclusion of saying, obviously, you know, the biblical thing is being proactive um 
so I, that's like my first hunch. And just like thinking through some scriptures and through ideas, uh, Daniel Esslinger um, gives a really good sermon on um, the idea of <laughs> the perspective of <laughs> this one actually is the idea. So the idea yeah. of um, like the kingdom of God is all about advancement. Hmm. And uh, also reminded of that verse in Romans, I don't know the exact reference, but um, says heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me? Hmm. So both of those ideas um, and we require us to be intentional and purposeful in what we do. And if we're being reactive, how can we further and how can we advance the kingdom of God? Now, how can we build, uh, you know, a better home for the, for God yeah. if we're just being reactive every day? Yeah. Being proactive and being intentional about what we do, uh, I think better equips us and puts us in a better position to be able to accomplish those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we can t- kind of talk about some of the things that we've done that have made us a little more proactive. And again, no one's going to be perfect. We're not perfect. There are still a lot of things that we're reacting to but what are some of the things that you've done yeah, that made you question. more proactive so one i started um about two uh, about two years ago um was measuring my success and measuring what i accomplish hmm. and i forget how it goes but there's a saying that says like something about you don't you don't know what you can accomplish whatever what you don't measure something like that and so yeah um, when I measure myself, when I set a clear expectation or a goal for the week, whatever, you know, again, if it's professional, personal, whatever it is, um, I have something to kind of fall back on to know, you know, how did I do this week? I think if, if you aren't measuring like what you want to get done, if you aren't being purposeful, then you're easily going to fall on that track of being reactive. But when you, um, have things you want to accomplish and when you don't accomplish them, it's, it's pretty easy to kind of yeah. see where you landed. So for me, measuring, um, yeah. Yeah. I think of and a great analogy to this, the analogy falls short in some ways, but, um, there's the old analogy of, uh, kind of different ways to fill a jar. Um, and so some people usually how their day goes is that they'll start with putting in the sand in the jar. So think about if you had, you know, five big rocks, um, you know, 10 small rocks, and then like a pile of sand. Well, the only way that you can get all three of those things in there together is to put the big rocks in first and then the small rocks and then the sand because the big rocks are what's most important. They're the least flexible, so you have to put those in first. The small rocks find the crevices and the big rocks, and then the sand fills in all the gaps. So if you try to put in the sand and then the small rocks and then the big rocks, you're only going to fit like one or two big rocks. And I feel like that's kind of the story of my day a lot of times is that I start my day off with all of the sand, all the like literally meaningless things. Like I'm going to go answer some emails and I'm going to go run an errand and I'm going to wake up late and I'm going to, you know, maybe feed myself a little bit. And then as my day goes on, now I'm trying to throw in small rocks. And then at the end of the day, I have this big rock of like, now here's what I actually wanted to get to get to today. And now I can only fit in one of the three things that I really wanted to do. So I think a big thing for me is, starting your day off with quote the big rocks or starting your day off with the most important things. Mm-hmm. So the, the best proactive thing that you can do is to give the time and attention first to what's most important. So this is something I've, I've been really working on actually the past like month or two is waking up earlier and then doing the most important things in my day first. So I'll wake up and I'll eat. And then um, what's really important for me is working out. So I'll, I'll do a workout. I'm working out three times a week now. Um, but I'll also walk Remy, my dog every day. Cause that's important to me, but then I'll also spend that time listening to podcasts. I'll do my devotions and I'll do some reading. And then by 9am, by the time I work now, I feel like I've already done 
really the most important things for me, which was to exercise and to learn and to stay in touch, in touch with God. Mm. And then after that, it's kind of just the small rocks. It's, yeah. it's the things at work. It's the errands you have to run. It's the other things you need to tie up. And it's, you can answer the email and stuff. But if you start your day off with very reactionary things like email, like social media, like you know, text from, from friends, then the big things aren't gonna, ever yeah. going to get done. Um, at my last job, you might remember this too. We had this uh, thing we would do called a wig, which was a wildly mm-hmm. important goal. Monique probably had to do it too, right? Yeah. Um, and so at the time, I like thought it was stupid, and like you know, never really took it that seriously. But the concept of a wig is they talk about how the workplace is a, kind of like a whirlwind of just chaos, right? There's so many things going on. You know, we most of the time we have a plan, but just life happens, work happens, and kind of things become chaos quickly. So a wig, a wildly important goal, um, is you would identify one thing that you, no matter what, you were going to get done that week. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of the whirlwind of the craziness, you are still going to get that wig completed. Um, looking back at it, again, at the time I thought it was silly, but now, I mean, that there, there, I think there's power in that, and that's a, a good thing to do. And so... For me, is kind of recently I've been every week identifying, okay, what do I have to get done this week yeah. to further myself, you know, in this area or that area? Like what has to get, get completed no matter what? And I've just decided I'm going to work until it gets done. And so I think identifying what you want to finish, you know, I think breaking it down week by week or even day by day is good. For me, I, I can easily become overwhelmed if I think about all the things I want to do. Um, it just becomes overwhelming. So yeah. I would say... Uh, writing things down, kind of piecing together day by day, week by week. Um, also, I would say uh, maybe like taking a step back from whatever's going on because so for me, um, when I get into a, a rhythm of being overwhelmed and a rhythm of kind of being out of sync, um, it's ho- I, I kind of fall back in just reacting. But yeah, so it's for hard me, to get out. Stepping out, whether it's like a you know a little weekend trip or just you know a day off work or something to remove myself from day to day to kind of recoup um, has been for me really powerful. Hmm. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too. Like uh, when I I've heard, I forget where it's from, but I've heard that it's very important the way that you start your day. So if you start your day waking up late and then you have to rush and you have to try to get the things done and you're showering, you're eating and you're out the door and now you're rushing to work and then you're late to work. So you have to catch up on things and then it's just kind of this chain reaction yeah, yeah. of trying to catch up and reacting to whatever's happening to you. Mm-hmm. And then that carries through you for the rest of the day. So I remember, you know, when I was, it's, it's mainly like when you start your day late to work and then it's, you know, seven o'clock and I'm still like, I feel like I'm late to something and I mm-hmm. feel like I have, have to like get to the next thing and I'm anxious and I'm nervous and I can't think straight. But if you start your day, like you said, with the most important thing and you start your day very proactively then the rest of your day is going to easily fall in place as being very proactive. Another thing that has worked for me, which I, being honest, I'm not good at it, but at times I have been, I really want to get back in the habit, um, is every day just taking, excuse me, taking 10 minutes at the the end of every day and going through all my uh, voicemails, texts, to-do lists, and emails for the day, even the ones I've already uh, read and opened. Um, I think it's a really good habit to get in because I think we miss things. I mean, think about how fast we move. Um, we miss it. And so my, my dad, a long time ago, kind of, um, what's the word? He encouraged me to do that. And so I, I've had times when I've done it and it's been so helpful. I mean, I often will find like an email or a text or something I just missed. Oh yeah. I opened it, forgot to respond, um, for, forgot to follow up, whatever. And so doing that, I think is a good practice to kind of stay on top of stuff. Just you taking just get, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, another thing he, he, my dad's always said is, 
um, at the end of every every day, every night, kind of recapping what was on your list for the day, your calendar, whatever it was, and seeing what got finished, what didn't, and mm. then kind of dragging it to the next day and putting it on your calendar. I think, um, again, kind of measuring what it is that you that you set out to do and yeah. making sure you finish. Yeah. Something else I was thinking about, I think this is most important for being proactive at work, is learning when and how to say no. And for me, I mean, I think the, the biggest struggle for every kind of um, white collar worker is email. Most people spend their day, uh, they start their day with email and then, you know, 10, 20 times throughout the day, they're checking their email, responding to emails and email is literally a reactionary thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you, you send out an email, yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to stop everything that you're doing. Usually it's someone kind of like, you don't see that request coming. So then the email comes and they ask you for something. And I think that's really important because if you say no to doing it right now and to doing it at a specific time, that helps you not be reactionary, but also saying no to meetings, saying no to requests from people, saying no to, um, you know, different things that people want you to do that's maybe not on your list. And it's important because if you don't have sort of the big rocks that you have in mind, you, if you haven't already planned, then there's no reason to say no. If you're, if someone asks you like, Hey, can you go do this thing? And you're like, well, I really don't have anything else to do. Like right now that's urgent. Sure. I'll go do that thing. And then the big thing that you're supposed to do never gets done because you didn't have it at the top of your list. Mm -hmm. But if you start with that thing, then you can say, look, I'd really like to, I'm sorry, but I can't get this right now. Can you bring it back up next week? This week, this is the thing that I need to get done and I want to get it done right now or I want to get it uh, as soon as possible. So, you know, follow with me later, basically. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, I like that. One thing we, uh, for me, this topic, I, it's easy for me to focus more on like work and like practical things. We didn't really talk about like spiritually or relationally. Mm. Um, but I, I do want to say, I think these, these, these same principles apply to those areas. It's a little different, but I mean, the same uh, concepts can easily apply. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I mean, I think I mean, yeah. like spiritually too, one of the big things is um, if you're just reacting to what God is telling you or just reacting to different things that are happening in your life, mm -hmm. you know, I think about like life events or decisions that you have to make. And I often find myself only like really pressing into God when there's something like big on my plate. And it's like, that's really lame. Like I should have already been in touch with, I should have already been pressing in and got with God. And then when this thing comes up, it's like, God is already able to speak with me. Mm. But like, I have to put myself in a place of like really pressing in. Um, and then it's harder to, to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it takes longer and, and you're not in the right state well, of mind. Well, that's yet. a good thought or good, um, good subject you brought up thinking like so emotionally being proactive thinking about uh, every morning daily for myself just trying to uh, really prepare my heart and my mind for the day like just kind of yeah. getting myself in like a, a mode of being really like locked in with the spirit and kind of being um close to god really daily and starting off my day like that that way wouldn't that way that, that so that day no matter what i encounter or go through I'm, I'm locked in with him and it's you know going through those situations interactions with people it's like I can respond more gracefully and better when I'm locked in with the spirit. But when yeah. I'm not prepared in that sense, I'm just reactive and I, you know, don't respond well. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to prevent yeah. the bad things that you can do in a day when you're locked in with yeah. the spirit, when you start your day off right and you can proactively work against that. Yeah. Let the Lord do some work for you. Fire. All good. 
All good stuff, man. So lesson being, be proactive, not reactive. Take an assessment of your life. Look at your day-to-day, the things you want to get done, the things maybe that you're reacting too much to, and ask the Lord and ask others how you can be more proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Okay. All right, guys, make sure you do that. Uh, to do the challenge, make sure you go to the website, cooldevancube.com slash challenge, and you yeah, can yeah. enter there. And uh, besides that, we will see you on the next one. All right, later. Bye-bye.